thing. All right. All right, guys, welcome back to the Uncut Exceptions podcast. Today, we have a special guest. Feel free to introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Ayush. My name is Ayush Aggie on TikTok, Agfi and music. What am I? I'm a TikToker, I guess. Uh, I'm a crypto engineer, blockchain engineer, student, senior at UC Berkeley, and a producer, DJ, artist, singer. Love it. I mean, I just feel like I just feel like you need at least one more title in there. It's just like not enough. We'll see. We'll make it happen. Maybe tonight. <laughs> Today. Nice. Now you're a podcaster. Now you're a podcaster too. Wait, what? <laughs> I'll put podcaster in my IG bio. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can. Uh, what did you ask, Alicia? Yeah. I was asking if we signed up for the Solana Creative Fund. They created a fund for musicians, $5 million, 1,000 musicians. Wow. I, Aggie? I'm not aware of that. No. Oh, really? Okay, you well, just sign up quick. What's yeah. the um, Solana? So that, that blockchain company that does music streaming is built on Solana, right? Um, Audius. Audius. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in partnership with Audius and Metaplex, which is like an NFT marketplace. Okay, cool. I have a freestyle up on Audius. Nice. Oh, yeah. oh really <laughs> ask, i'll follow you i'm using audios heavy oh, no. <laughs> oh you are yeah nice wait you got an app yeah yeah so okay. they do have an app by there oh okay i'll check that out he's like i gotta check out the anyway uh so yeah okay now i just messed that up we'll just cut that guys <laughs> anyways i didn't know what i was saying <laughs> i didn't know where oh, i was going so <laughs> <laughs> by the way yes um so how is life how's your internship going life is good i'm in like my like 10th week of the internship now so i'm living in boston i'm no longer in california so i'm here in boston living at some of my mit's friends apartment so it's been it's been chill this city is nice the vibes are good office is super nice so i'm trying to bag that return offer honestly nice okay nice. snag it bro you gotta snag it yes yeah um, wait so you you moved there you moved to boston no nah, i'm just here i'm visiting for like three oh, okay i was gonna say wow how are you gonna get back to the your semester <laughs> yeah that's like that's like a later problem um, oh, I so see. the real question is do they let interns work on production code <laughs> oh, absolutely. <gasps> oh, that's lit. That's lit. Yeah. The total company, I thought it was a much bigger company, but the engineering strength at Algo is like 19 engineers. I think now 20. Wow. Oh, so, that's sick. So pretty yeah, small team. It's pretty tight. I uh, just got tickets and I'm working on shit. Um, I added some features to the SDKs. I added opcodes to the virtual machine. So just like. Love it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so Alicia is a blockchain engineer as well. I don't know oh, if you nice. knew that. I yeah. think I know that. Yeah, I saw I saw your episode. I was trying to see what the vibe is here. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, so is this just a summer internship at Algorand or? Yeah, this is, is it like a summer thing for me? Okay. I'm I'm hoping to at least get the option to come back, as I said, because yeah. uh, I think it's like a good opportunity. Uh, I think it's a pretty robust chain. My um, 
my opinion on that is like there is a lot of network effects with ETH and Bitcoin, obviously. I mean, namely ETH, uh, if you're talking about like smart contract blockchains. And Algorand is at the place where it's so behind in terms of the tools that it makes sense why no one builds on it. Yeah. Uh, just just because like I think a month ago, like for loops were implemented in the assembly language, in the teal language. So you're kind of expecting developers to build, um, you know, these like complicated DeFi protocols on a on a system that had not enough features to build these things. But at the time that I've come in, there's like there's a um, yeah, there's a lot going on. So uh, I'm feeling pretty good about the future of the of the network and um, the community seems to be relatively technical, which is a good sign. Not like the the previous company I was at ripple has a little bit of a more wild community. Um, it's like different ecosystems, different people. That's good. That's putting it very, go ahead. Sorry, no, go, <laughs> go ahead. ahead. <laughs> I was saying that's putting it pretty nice to just call them wild, to be honest, because I have experience with that community. It's what's the ex yeah, let's, let's hear more about that, Crystal. No, 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 no. They're just, they, they know who they are. You know, they're just, they're just toxic. They just, it doesn't seem like they are like too rational with, they're very radical in their thought about, or, or at least their loyalty for like no reason. Yeah. At this point, we might as well rebrand as anti-ripple podcast. I mean, I'm completely okay with it. Like 1,000% down. We've, we've bashed it like three episodes in a row at this point. Like, but that also tells you how toxic it is because we've had three different crypto creators on here and they've we've we've all had issues so that tells you a lot i'm i'm just saying i'm just saying yeah, i will i will say the one thing about ripple is that like when i was there it was at a point where i think the engineering was not completely together uh like there was the main engineering team which built a product that used the currency but they built on top of exchanges. So they weren't really building core technology. And then there was like, obviously the core development team that is like still fine. I think that has very smart people in it. And then there was this other team that I was on called the spring team X spring that no longer exists. But the point of that team was to be like a technical developer relations team. So they were supposed to build SDKs and tools and all that stuff. But, um, that team has since then been rebranded into something else. I am not aware of what's going on internally, but it, for the amount of time that I was there, there wasn't that much progress back then, uh, especially compared to how much progress has been made this summer with Algorand alone. But I was going to say that in my club blockchain at Berkeley, the new people who are trying to source consulting projects, are actually talking to Ripple CTO and the it seems like there's much more buy-in from the CTO uh, David Shorts to talk to the actual people in the community who are like my club like Blockchain at Berkeley like who are um, you know established people and work with them in a more meaningful way like work on protocol developments and, and research oriented things. That's awesome. So you there have a club. My is that Ripple your club? club, the Blockchain at Berkeley Club? Is that a club you started? So I'm not the founder, um, but I was president for the last year and I ran the consulting department for that club for the last year. So that entails like just 
getting projects, uh, building proof of concepts, adding libraries, working on various things um, for Fortune 500s to like blockchain startups as the main two kind of clientele we try to work with. So pretty good experience, especially as like a teenager um, to be able to be in that kind of position was, was really cool. That's awesome. So you said compared to Algorand, Ripple's progress, there wasn't much while you were there. Is it is it purely just because there weren't enough engineers or were there other internal like issues? I think there were, and they're always trying to hire people. I mean, every like tech organization is trying to get more people, more engineers specifically. Um, but for, for Ripple, I feel like there was a lack of cohesive strategy. I mean, the whole use case, I, I don't know what the use case is now, but back then it was like Ripple net cross-border payments, which is like a, it's a shaky thing to put all your eggs in that one basket rather than thinking about how do I make this blockchain a more useful right. tool for people for various things um, and kind of thinking that we're going towards this one use case and the banks are going to love us because we're sucking up to them. A little bit of a, I think it's a little bit of a cognitive dissonance with like the rest of the community. Yeah. I think recently I saw that they were planning to do NFTs as well, but I'm interested to see how they're actually going to apply that if their customers are currently banks. I'm sure there would be a use case, but I can't think about it right now. My, uh, I mean, there is a use yeah. case out of bank, I feel You're like. NFT your mortgages now. <laughs> no, they are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely a use case for NFTs. Yeah, because you have like shared home ownership. So right. That could, that could fall into place there. Yeah, it's going to be easier to break up um, ownerships, like percentages and things. Yeah. That could be cool. Yeah, we'll see what they do. I mean, I was I was called upon to advise some folks there about their NFT strategy. And, you know, it, it seems like it's it's unclear what their direction with that is either. I think even people in the blockchain industry are not immune to following trends and hype. Yeah. So if they were really serious about NFTs and the value behind it, they would have been doing that two years ago when they were like, implemented in various applications on Ethereum. But you know, it's it's tough to knock them for it because like it had to happen at some point. Yeah. You guys heard that right. So basically this guy has a direct hand in how Ripple will apply using NFTs. So please don't fuck with us. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm kidding. Are you are, is, but do you still run the you're still part of the club though, right? Even though you're not with Ripple. It's not it's not just a Ripple club. It's a full-on blockchain club yeah it's a it's a full-on blockchain club okay um yeah i can talk more about that if you guys want yeah i'm actually yeah. curious you said you worked with fortune 500 companies what sorts of problems were they trying to solve with blockchain technology so my experience with the club in a consulting aspect was mainly working with these companies so i've worked with bmw uh, basf like a big chemical manufacturer um, just to name some, and then more car manufacturers. And there's always people who are interested, but then ultimately don't want to invest in working with us. Yeah. Um, but, but generally they, they're back then in 2018, 2019, they just wanted to see what they can do with blockchain. Yeah. Build a POC, let us know what we're doing. 
They yeah. they hired us. They hired Accenture. They hired Infosys. Whoever the hell uh, to build them POCs. And half the time, what would happen is we would come to our deliverable, and we would present it, and they'd all be shaking their heads like every other firm did this a different way. <laughs> Why are you guys doing it this way? And then it would be on us to like explain that you don't need to create a token for this or like, exactly. like <laughs> the blockchain is made to store state. You don't have to monetize it with without reason to things like that. Exactly. Yeah. But that, that hype has died down. Um, now, since then, blockchain companies have become more robust themselves. Like your compound Ave, um, Oasis we've worked with. Dapper Labs, the the what is that? The NBA Top Shot company. Yeah. Do you guys have Top Shots? No. Oh no. no. Not me. <laughs> they, were, they were getting sold out. I think like the NBA was dealing with like bots and stuff. So I was like, dude, I'm oh I'm not oh, waiting shoot. on these bots, man. Security mindset. <laughs> have to always yeah, dude, like because they would just drop them in packs, right? So then the packs would sell out in a second, and then they would get resold everywhere for like 10 times more yeah Damn. people are making ridiculous profits yeah Yo, what's on the my... blockchain yeah yeah blockchain is just it i i see why it's a meme like i can't I, as someone who like i mean i'm invested very heavily in the industry like i i understand why it's like still a joke to many people in the world it's yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still like so it's so in it's like infancy as they say it's like yeah People are just now, like in like the past year, I would say people are really familiar with it finally, right? And it, even though it's been around forever, so. But I still do like that companies are innovating and not really paying attention to the laws because yeah. they're like, the laws aren't here yet. So let's just do it for now. <laughs> and then they will come eventually. So for example, they're tokenized stocks on the, what is it? The Terra blockchain with their protocol called Mira. They're like, yeah, I don't know. The SEC probably might come for us at some point. I mean, Binance yeah. has stock tokens too, and they kind of stop that. So I just love that. They're like, yeah, let's just try. <laughs> no, absolutely. Like, there's no way to know. You just got to risk it. Yeah. People in my chat are saying they own NBA Top Shots. So the hype is Damn. there for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's the same as like, it's similar to the sneaker hype, you know? It's like, yeah. there's just limited quantity. So then everyone, everything gets bought out and then resold. Yeah. Are you a sneakerhead, Paris? No, not really. But um, I, I, I like buying a few nice shoes every now and then, you know. Um, oh, yeah. A few Jordans. I feel like NFT is uh, like the most, like the most uh, useful, or not useful, I guess. The most, it could be the most applied to the masses because people are already into like trading cards and like, you know, like collecting, just like collectible items in general. So I feel yeah. like if that's what's going to get people into blockchain, I feel like, you know, cool. It, it's funny though, because like people are, people see NFTs and then they're like, um, these are bad for the environment. <laughs> <laughs> what else in your life? Like everything is bad for the environment. If you really think about it. Like this person just made a, a VR piece and that directly killed five sea turtles yeah no dude like the the thing they don't consider right it's i think it's the fact that everyone knows that blockchain mining right 
that is actually putting CO2, right? Like creating CO2, right? But they don't consider what is the entire banking infrastructure doing? We don't even, we don't even have a number on that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. they don't, they don't even take that into account. They're like, oh yeah, banking has zero. And then blockchain just has like all this. Right. And it's, it's, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. All these, that's the problem with having so much centralization in the way that we live is because the person in power can always just blame it on the people below them. Yeah, like, exactly. Carbon footprint is like such a myth. Like all of us have a, have to be careful of our own carbon footprint when the real statistic is like there's like three companies that do like a majority of all the carbon <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> and it's just even our electricity creation right it's like all coming from burnt coal like they're burning coal and then it's coming to us so it's like are we singularly the problem or is it like all these huge corporations doing all this stuff accountability okay. is good i mean it's blockchain yeah yeah What's up, Alicia? Thanks. Is that how you say it? Is it Alicia? I'm sorry. Uh, it's Alicia, but I <laughs> different pronunciations. So I don't really care at this point. No, no, no. I'm not serious. I mean, just like yeah, if you're talking to me, cool. Yeah, I, I got you. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, I think the narrative about saying that NFTs are bad for the environment really irks me, because if you think about it, the nodes are running 24-7 regardless of what type of transactions are being run, whether you're minting an NFT, whether you're sending Ether to your friend. So why all of a sudden sending an NFT is going to blow your house up or, you know, going to consume two months of energy? Like even that narrative for me was just like, oh, this is so silly and it's so clear. Like they just have, I don't know whose motive it is, but it's just super annoying. <laughs> That's why we need more content from you, Alicia. We need we need to inform the people. Um, oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to ask, how did you get into blockchain? Like, where did you start from your club? Like, were you kind of like an entry member in the club, and then kind of got your footing there? Yeah, I was like initially in the club just to apply to like at Berkeley. There's a weird scene where you enter campus thinking I made it to UC Berkeley. Let's go, and then you go on campus, and then there's like. 20 to 30 consulting clubs, tech clubs that are all like selective that you have to apply to. And then like, you know, have you, if you've seen the Facebook movie, like final clubs at Harvard, it's like the same concept of just, you're already at somewhere elite relatively, yeah, like yeah. you got to get even to the more next level to that. So if I'm being completely honest, I was caught up in that whole, the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, so then I, I applied to a bunch of clubs the blockchain club, the people in there seem different than the other folks on campus. Like, they're not like everyone else. Aww. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're so they're cool. different. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they, they just seem to have different values. Like, the questions were more more about like what I want the technology to do for the world versus like right. how many years I've been making machine learning models as an infant. It's like yeah. just a different. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a different yeah, mindset it's like i was learning neural networks since i was three years old like what were you doing yeah, like, I am a yeah. Network. what are you talking yeah. about <laughs> yeah exactly so i i felt like a natural like comfort with those people um so I, I felt like it's a good um like let's join this group of weirdos in this huge club i had no idea how established the club was right. and then i enter i'm a freshman and i'm seeing people who are like only three years older than me being they're in Europe, they're in Mexico, they're in mm. Dubai, speaking keynote speakers at these conferences. Wow, that's, that's amazing. Crazy. 
crazy stuff. And I, I didn't even um, understand until I got into the club, like how deep the industry is and how much there was to it. And this was in 2018 when the price was so low and no one even cared because it crashed. It crashed, guys. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> so that's how I got in. Yeah. I love that voice, by the way. If we could just keep doing that. <laughs> no, I no. Have you, have, you have not seen his TikToks? Like, he, this is what he does. This He does, he's a character actor, basically. He has so it. many different characters. Like, he is <laughs> such a good actor. It's so kind of crazy. So, Ayush, like, we all yeah. study computer science, right? At some point, we're still studying. And I think everyone I is fearful. computer engineering. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Fine. <laughs> but I want to swear full about interviews. Real engineers. Interview for a tech company. How is it interviewing for a blockchain company and for Algorand in particular? Uh yeah, that's a good question. The the normal tech company grind is that whole leak code grind. Yeah. Which I've never done because <gasps> you haven't. I'm not interested in that. Hey. No, that's what's up, dude. I hate no. the code grind. But you I don't need do lead anyway. code for <laughs> blockchain company. Not for like, not like. My interview for Algorand was two interviews. One of them was the head, like forward deployed person, like talking to me about like, okay, you've done consulting, make me like a vending machine class, and then I like talk to him about what should go in this vending machine class. And then through that, he's like trying to scope out if I can think in, in a way where I can build solutions for people. Because that, that's what he does, mm. right? Right. Um, it was more of like a system design question. Almost. Like a system design, but oh, yeah. I think because I'm an I'm a undergrad, it's like one level lower where it's just yeah. like um, design this class. Yeah, like high level architecture. Yeah. So that was one of them. And then where I, that was where I was actually coding. The other interview was just an hour of conversation about theoretical topics like hashing, security, distributed systems, um, blockchain specific things. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. it was just a conversation. Um, and that's what ultimately convinced me to join the company because I was more interested in, in that than whatever threesome, five-some yeah. problem that Facebook would make me do and then yeah. shit on me for it. No, I will that's, say, that's I feel like the computer science degree definitely sets you up better for that type of interview, though. Like the theoretical, like thinking, right? Like it's very much very theoretical, the entire degree. So that's actually yeah. super cool to hear. No, I, I agree completely. Like that's what it should be. I think the reason it that's hard to scale. Yeah, right. Like, it's, it's hard to do that for every engineer that pulls up because at, let's face it, like at Facebook, like I'm going to make some react button or something not not i'm not like digging on that because that's like a very important skill in itself but it doesn't require theoretical knowledge right in my opinion <clears throat> yeah 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 um yeah i mean th the thing is with like that's the whole argument right with what they do at these big tech companies is like they have such a high volume they need to get rid of people right and this is just an easy way to get rid of all the people that aren't like fit enough to be the best right and it's it's like okay who's actually willing to put in the work and be good at these random prompts that they're not going to use ever again but at least they did it you know and it's yeah. it's like whatever yeah i, I agree 
are they so alicia you've interviewed at blockchain companies are the interviews similar from each company or do they have a certain process that you've so been i would at? say in my experience interviewing at one company the interviews we did do did involve code but they would be like in some cases it might be take-home exercises or some would be on the spot we were kind of trying to figure out what's the best thing because we were still trying to figure out what's the way to weed out people who aren't actually good but still not do that whole lead code thing right right so it was a mixture of a take-home exercise but there was programming involved because okay. the roles i was um hiring for they were software engineers most of them senior so we did require coding even for junior but it wasn't anything crazy and to be fair the things that you would program are things that you'd actually do on the job so it was a good opportunity for oh, you to cool. then figure out like hey do i actually want to work at this company is this is this the kind of things i would like to do so i thought that was really really good and that's what got me interested as a someone applying as well that's dope that is dope that is yeah i um, like that i like that I have a question about Algorand that I don't know if sure. you'd be able to answer, but I had done some research into it and I was really surprised by this. So long story short, Algorand is meant to be solving the blockchain trilemma, which means decentralized, secure, and fast. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. And that's like amazing because normally we don't have that solution. Right. However, when you have to become a miner, you normally get rewarded. And when you get rewarded, that's why you become a miner. However, in order to get become a miner on the Algorand blockchain, you had to have been an early participant and no new node runners can actually get incentives. I don't know that's actually just my bad with my research, but that's what I found. So I'm like, well, even though decentralization can be achieved, people not in, are not incentivized to become a node runner or a miner. So the height of decentralization probably will not be reached as it would be with Ethereum and Bitcoin. Do you know anything about that? Can you talk yeah. about that? Absolutely. This is the biggest criticism of Algorand. Something I've even brought up to the team myself. Right. Um, th there's that, like, there's the fact that there's no, besides the early rewards, um, there's no, like, built-in positive reward scheme. But on top of that, the fact that there's no negative reward scheme for punishing folks mm -hmm. who are offline or mm. or don't have... Uh, yeah, who are offline uh, because there's like a lot of very clear security problems. If you have a bunch of offline nodes that default to not voting, then a malicious attacker can just sit in this valley of offline nodes and then take over the Byzantine system. Yeah. So it's an issue um, in theory, but I think what the, the mindset internally is that a proper blockchain should not need incentive schemes as um it should be like a, a backbone <laughs> that you uh, and that that's like a hot take that's professor macaulay's that take, is a hot basically take. yeah um if you ask any ethereum user they'll never agree with that yeah. i i'm questioning if i agree with that myself um yeah. i've been there for like two months right but um when you think about it in a practical manner mm. the blockchain the Algorand blockchain is has what a thousand something nodes running. So at that point, the system is set up. I don't know how many nodes, how many like servers that Google has across the world, but it's enough to have a reliable, fast content delivery network for all their services. Yeah. And it's owned by one person. So already compared to that, the hard power is better. That's true. Um, and the second thing is that the positive reward scheme 
is meant to incentivize the long-term cooperation of the nodes that joined back then and that will continue to join. So I can think of it more of nurturing the seeds or the roots that are already there versus worrying about getting as many small players as you can. Many would argue that that's a more centralized way to look at it. That might be true, but the, uh, the protocol is so efficient that um, it's so easy to validate and create blocks that um, the reward is almost not even necessary because there's not that much actual work that goes into it. Makes sense. Cool. I would love Same. to follow up more on that question, like as you spend more time to see if your mindset has changed around incentivization and blockchain technology, because I think that's almost the key to solving decentralization in that space. You know, prior to that, in computer science, solving decentralization was still quite hard. So I'd love to hear more about that sometime, six months from now, maybe. <laughs> of course, yeah. Always happy. Um, okay, so uh, you're also an artist. So let's kind of get into like your music side a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when did you start, uh, you know, what was your first instrument? I played, uh, I played piano as like my parents forcing me to. When I was young, Asian families, yeah, yes, dude. yeah, yeah. Typical Asian stuff going on. <laughs> Definitely an Asian thing, I, yeah. I said that, and I'm like, damn, this is the most like stereotypical. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm Korean, bro. I'm Korean, and I had to learn piano. But, so, um, my older sister did, yeah, 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 yeah. So I played piano <laughs> for a long time, and I I stopped it in like high school, but through that, I gained like music theory intuition. I joined the band in middle school i played trombone hey. i was nice. i was like a viola player for some amount of time nice yeah. i play stupid instruments too i play like the ocarina like legend of zelda ocarina of time like oh, do you know man. that like, i have no idea what that is no i have no <laughs> idea what that is dude i don't know what that is there's no way i thought someone yeah. would know <laughs> we're on a computer science podcast and no one knows ocarina is that the Macarena? No, no, I wasn't Ocarina. into Zelda, dude. What? Wow. <laughs> That's what to me, honestly. I thought I was in a safe space, but... <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> Whoa, uh, this looks... What the heck? Yeah, this it's is... like a flute. It's like a deranged... Like, <laughs> this looks so ridiculous. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> he did say it was a stupid instrument. Uh, <laughs> so it's like a toy instrument. Okay. Yeah, and then like whatever other random instruments like drums. I have like drum pads I play, but all of this is just to say that these skills I built up to get into music production because I wanted to make my own music. Like initially it was like dubstep, like EDM, this like bass music. Uh, I made a good amount of that. I never released any of it because I got to the point where I was like, I made something cool and then I was done. But, <laughs> I think a lot of people who are like creative, like do that. Uh, but then over COVID, I, I realized like, okay, I've been doing this for years. I carry on my music gear everywhere. This is clearly not just something I want to take lightly and just like flirt with. Like I should actually commit to trying to do this in a serious way. So I produced a house song. It's called Let It Ride. Uh, I released it. I did the classic Instagram promotion because back then I had no TikTok platform whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and that song still plays at parties at UC Berkeley if I'm there. 
My friends like so always bump it. Cute. That's it's awesome. Like, yeah, it's cute. They're doing it for me. I I know deep down, but like it's still fun. Everyone jamming out <laughs> to it. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's cool. And since then, like I've I've trying to been better. I've I've got up with met up with engineers, other artists. I met up with Crystal. So many things are happening. So more music is coming out. My recent single shot through me has like I think seven or eight K on Spotify now. Uh, oh nice. Yeah, I didn't That's even good. promote it that much. I just made like one TikTok about it and then um, you gotta use your TikTok cloud, dude. That's like powerful. That's so it is. Just, just make it your audio for every video. <laughs> no, for real. I mean like the thing is yeah but 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 the thing is he does like pov though so he there's not he doesn't use music so that other people can like do edit and shit yeah that's why there's a disconnect there so i'm like like making new videos now like i'm making vlogs and out of character yeah try to incorporate it somehow yeah definitely yeah yeah i'm making thirst traps now oh (laughs) oh damn yeah, we got another Ben Awad uh, man. Uh, bruh. No, for real. <laughs> like, he, yeah. I don't. I don't know if people can actually think he's attractive or not. I can't tell. Dude, I have no idea what happens in his comments. Yes. I've, I'm. So if you confused. need, if you need entertainment, just go in his comment section, dude. It's like, uh, it's like Ben, come home. Are you are you submissive and breedable? Like what? Yo, <laughs> Apparently. I, I thought that was like an original comment, but like apparently that's like a thing that people ask in comments. That's like, thing, TikTok yeah. is a weird place. Oh my god! Someone, yes, yeah, someone, <laughs> someone definitely started the trend, and then other commenters followed. Oh, oh it's wild in there. You can't forget that TikTok is comprised of mostly teenagers under the age of eighteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah super cool. Like part, that. I never spoke like part. that. I'm sorry, that does not come to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, that makes his comment section even creepier. Yeah, you you really don't know how what who you're talking to. Sin <laughs> me strong, man. It's probably a dude, you know. It's I'm <laughs> most no, likely a dude. a dude. So no, many, it's definitely a dude. Yeah, so many dudes be having females as their profile pic. Like yes. just women, like in yeah. their pictures, because like right. or even like it's just women anime characters a lot of the time. Right, yeah, I've seen. Yeah, like, like man, I don't know how to tell you this, but your simps are all dudes, bro. All dudes. <laughs> That's so. I mean, all, all jokes aside, it's good that that CS boys are getting attention. If it's a joke or not, True. we'll see. We'll see. What they are getting about. attention. They are because like nerd culture is cool too. now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean now. um yeah, now like I can I can admit that I'm like a CS major and people are like able to distract or dis decouple the stereotype from like my content. Right. They're like, damn, and he makes POV jokes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean this guy kind of blew up out of nowhere though. Like because the last time I the first time I duetted him, he was at like 9k, I'm pretty sure, somewhere around there. And now he's at like over 100k. Like this dude, like I mean, he is killing it though. No, he is low key, high key killing it actually. So you also need to think about getting into acting, and just like compound all of it. You know? I'll be like, mm-hmm. I'll be like on some teenage show. I'll get shot. <laughs> I'll drop a mixtape with. All right, all right, <laughs> all right, Drake. All right. Oh, oh shit! Who said Drake? What? Dude. <laughs> 
He's got to get a late little baby feature, dude. And he's going to be the next big thing. so are you working on music like regularly then yeah um so i know so crystal and i talked at some point about like what kind of music i should make and like how the industry works and stuff because crystal's a vet crystal's a actual vet vet, dude that's her other life she's in her second life now i'm definitely in my second I'm a cat, guys. I have seven more. <laughs> I'm hyped to see all of them. But we were talking about it, and then um, I think you were you were kind of telling me to like make EDM basically, but I since well, no. I, I stopped okay. making EDM. <laughs> it's literally been like it's been like three weeks. So what happened like, in three screw, weeks? He's like screw Crystal's advice. No, I, I didn't say make it. No, 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 guys, guys. He's twisting my words. I didn't say make EDM. He was already making EDM, and he told me that he wanted to do festivals and tour. So I was advising him on what type of music uh, if he's trying to do the okay, festival okay. rounds. So what happened in the last three weeks since I talked to you? <laughs> Honestly, it's just like something is so fulfilling about just trying to grind a beat and try to write lyrics to it. I think that's what people want to hear these days, just to be honest. So like, I I think no matter what my actual sound ends up looking like and like what my production Mm -hmm. skills end up like doing for me, at some point I have to learn how to sing and rap. Yeah. So I think it's important. He's gonna become a rapper. That's legit, dude. I'll follow you, I'll follow. (laughs) Paris is like you get a follow now. <laughs> yeah, let's go. No, I'll follow you on Spotify or whatever. Um, what's your no audio? Is your Spotify audio? What's your Spotify name or audio's name? Aggie. We'll send it to you. Yeah, we'll send it to you after too. Yeah, I have a freestyle on audio's. There's some Hindi in there. Ooh, that's cool. That's a cool mix. Yeah. So then, I mean, so you are just gonna go like you're basically gonna go the traditional like recording artist route. But like I, in, yeah. Okay. I, I That's cool too. Yeah. But we'll, the, we'll see. I'm, I'm yeah, open. yeah. But just also know like with music though, like you can start off with the genre and like, you know, you grow enough of a fan base and they'll follow you wherever you go, dude. So like, that's, it's just a matter of building that community. No, for sure. I, I think that's a, it's a good intuition to have like, and TikTok definitely helps with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Think. I like definitely it. I like use it. that TikTok clout though. Like that's that's literally what TikTok is there for. Because TikTok is using us. You need to use them. Absolutely. That's why I started the channel. I mean, I didn't yeah. I never really cared too much about like how I got a platform. I tried to grind music videos for months, like two, three months at least. Like I was making like production videos and stuff every day. And like I would never get more than like five likes. So yeah. at Which some point I'm like on TikTok. Okay. I was I had a music account that I made because I'm like, if you make a new account, then TikTok boosts your like. Oh yeah, yeah. I was they do though. Fish. They do. They, they do, but I, my my thing got boosted for like two videos, and then I went yeah, back yeah. to five likes. Mm. <laughs> so, well, you should you should start posting like some music content back there, and then promote it from your main or something. I I think yeah. I'm a something like that. Some of those videos because some of those videos yeah. are such good like production quality so I might honestly do- fuck the niching down to be honest like you're a brand on your own like 
I just feel like if you start building your community now and they follow you for you, they're you can, gonna like you as you, your. Yeah, you, you can you trickle in. You can trickle in those videos between your normal ones too. Right. Yeah. That might right. that might like start build like oh this dude also makes music on his page. You know that could be a thing. Because yeah, most definitely. Like the niche down is cool, but like you're not you're human. Like you only you don't only just have one interest. I just feel like that's yeah. so narrow-minded to like branch i don't know but maybe that's yeah i don't know i don't know if it works or what dude the only my only um success has been crossing like coding and animated that's my only (laughs) that's a good one when i break out when i break out of my normal (laughs) i break out that is quite niche actually so that actually proves niching does work if you have the right niche i suppose that's true that's true the thing is there's so much crossover there i think that's why it's like there is it's, it's just like every programmer just watches yes. anything. Like that's just a right. thing, you know? It, yeah. That's like an it's immense definitely. collab yeah. of two niches. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Are you into anime? Paris has an anime channel if you'd like to follow that. Oh, I'll drop a follow for sure. Dude, I, haven't even, <laughs> I haven't even posted in like two months on that page, but yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, I'm still promoting it. <laughs> Fuck your main channel. I'm about that niching down animation. Dude, honestly, dude, I just become an anime TikToker now, dude. F the coding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you? I haven't even seen you actually post that much recently. Are you not dude, posting been, every day? I've been too tired of, to post, dude. I've been like grinding on code, like actual, like my startup shit. So I've been like too lazy. It's so hard to code and be a creator. Not gonna lie. Yeah. No. Honestly, it's like that. it's draining, dude. Like, because yeah. once I, like, focus on code, then I have no creativity. My creativity is gone. It's like, dude, bye. This is why I will forever stay a back-end engineer. People who do yeah. code, I, I cannot. My brain doesn't allow that to happen. Are you full stack or back-end or front-end? At work, oh, I do. God. At work, I do back-end. And then yeah. for my startup, I need to do full stack. I'm doing everything. So. Yikes. Yeah. Good yeah, luck. Full stack is a grind. That's crazy because Paras was, like, super grinding on tiktok like he hadn't not posted on tiktok in like a full year and then we had our scott hanselman episode and like just like life changed for paris it was life-changing yeah dude, it was it was actually life-changing actually yeah <laughs> why how so dude, it's because like he made like such a good point about like how you should prioritize your life and what like yeah. impact mo- like what's so like for every person, they always want to do like multiple things, right? Like I want to make TikTok videos. I want to make YouTube videos. I want to do a startup. I want to do well at my job, right? And he was basically just saying like, prioritize it in a way where you can make the most impact right away and then kind of go down the list from there, right? So then I was, so then I just made like a mental note on that. And I'm like, wait, my TikTok videos, like they're fun, but it's like more of like, they're fun to make rather than I doubt I'm going to, get to a million followers anytime soon right so i was just like let me work on more of my startup stuff which is gonna have a larger impact on my life right now and then come back to tiktok you know that's a good point yeah that's something i struggle with too yeah his thing was is like you should go like in sprints you know so that you make an impact while you're sprinting because I mean, yeah. it, it is it is good to it is good to like have full focus on something and get a lot done, versus yeah. like trying to like spread everything out. That was his main that was his main point. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, for me too, it's like, it comes down to, uh, sometimes I'm like, damn, do I really need to be grinding a right. POV right now? I can like, just not do that or like do, um, yeah. make a song or like work on some other thing or like work on my actual job. But, uh, there is something, there is something so like, I think in encapsulating about the way that TikTok treats creators from their like app experience. Um, I, before I was able to like compartmentalize social media as like a, this is like a drug. I need to like not be addicted to this. I would easily spend six hours on the app a day. Yeah. Easily. Just, it only takes me 20 minutes to make a goddamn POV. I turn that shit yeah. on. I do like two takes and I'm done. Yeah. And then wow, yeah. <laughs> I spend the next five hours checking the notifications. Even yeah. if it doesn't blow up. Dude, it's right. so addicting. It, it it's is. like the most addicting thing on the world, especially like you get that million view video and yeah. you're like, holy crap, like yeah. everything's blowing up. But it's like, that's that's the part you're going to like separate. Like, okay, is that worth it to be just dragged in? <laughs> that's the drug though. That's you that dopamine hit you in. get. And then now you want to make another one like that. You're like, oh, right. shit, this one did so well. Like, let me do another one like that. And it's just, it's just a loop absolutely like you you go in like it, it sucks you in like yeah uh it wants you that's, to yeah that's why i have to like when i'm when i have my phone off and i'm just doing schoolwork like i literally have to have my phone off or i will be on tiktok all day no, so i intentionally so carve yeah. it is so i intentionally carve out weeks where i'm on tiktok so that i don't have to like fully focused and then i intentionally carve out weeks where i'm like fully off tiktok or there's just no work that i get done absolutely no, none it happens to me all the time where it's like you like are focused for like an hour and then yeah. you open up your phone right and you just get in there <laughs> like, and you're stuck there for 20 minutes and you're like holy shit 20 minutes just went by i just wasted that time right like yeah and then you gotta come back it's crazy 20 minutes i wish <laughs> It's like three hours. Well, like I catch myself at 20 minutes. I'm like, holy shit. Like, what was I doing right now? Like, I just was taking like a quick just break, consuming. right? Mental break for a second, right? You needed right. that dopamine hit. Yeah. How's y'all's attention spans doing though? Dude, it's trash, dude. It's trash. Trash. Complete trash. <laughs> I, think, I think, Alicia, you seem like you've maintained it. I feel like you're not, like, you seem like you've maintained it. Uh, she's 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 a very much more of an adult than us i think in that aspect we I all have adhd no 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 i think i'm the same i think i had to like intentionally stop dedicating so much time to creating tiktoks so i either batch content on the weekend and literally just post it and close the app like i literally like kill the app on my phone so i don't even get notifications i'm just like that's, i don't want to oh, hear you that's I am well done. yeah i turned off notifications a while ago there's no way i could have had notifications on yeah. Like uh, even right now I'm getting so many and it's I'd be dying. Like we like yeah. keep clicking on that thing. Man. And I think yeah. in terms of attention span, I think now I feel like my brain always wants to multitask. I can never sit and watch a video. I have to do something else at the same time. Like, yeah. brain, like that's so too much attention to one thing. What are you what, what are you doing? Like which I don't know <laughs> if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know. It's so weird. Like I feel like the desire to just like like flirt with different things throughout the day. Yeah. Like, yeah. like if i'm doing work like oh i'll go get coffee and like go to a cafe and do work like yeah and, and then i'm at the cafe <laughs> and thing. i'm like oh i'll vibe with this person here 
it's not about doing the work it's about like dancing around the fact that i have work to do <laughs> that is feel that, dude. the I best feel way so to put that <laughs> yeah that's amazing that is quite literally how it that is that sums up working at working from home dude that yeah. literally sums it up it's like oh like i could be finishing this right now like <laughs> I said this would be done tomorrow, but I can do it in an hour. Like, let me just hold off, you know? Like, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I think that should incentivize companies to have like maybe a five hour day because then you're pushed to just work really hard in that short time. No, dude, because when you have eight hour days, you you're like, I don't need eight hours, you know? You kind of mm-hmm. just can mess about for no reason. I think that's my feel- new self proclaimed strategy i'm gonna pull up to the office at like 10 and leave by three love it Charles, you just yeah, ruined it. it for us we're trying Dude, to make like the same thing would happen you'd be like oh i have five hours i think i can do it in three you know what i'm saying like <laughs> we're ultimately down to one hour yo low-key though if we grind it down to like three hours, I feel like I can get my week's work done in three hours. I'm just saying, because okay, I would do extreme. nothing else. That's extreme. There's no way. I would do nothing week. else. In a week? Okay, okay. Three hours. three hours a day. Three hours a day. Three hours a day, maybe. Yeah, maybe. There's if no you're way like, I'll be working 40 hours a week. There's just no way. Is anyone really working 40 hours a week? Like, let's be honest. We take bathroom breaks. Like, we no, take extra I mean, breaks. No. We take so, like, like we diddle around, reality, talk to our coworkers. Like you're gonna take an hour lunch, right? So you're automatically not working eight. You're working seven, and then in that seven, no, two hours, you're not working. There's no way you're working. No, two hours. those hours you get not. So you get you work eight to six, and then you get an hour lunch hour is excluded. Actually, who works eight to six? No, I'm saying lunch hour is not included in that. <laughs> nine to five, dude. Nine to five. How many hours is that? Uh, no, because if you're lunch hour is not included. Yeah, no, I guess it depends. Six. For software engineers, we're salary. We don't give an F then. All right. So <laughs> like, I feel like engineers are like just doing they work. Yeah, at like so 10 we're PM working seven, dude. Every everyone's working seven. Um, well, then that means you're really for- working four. Except for dude, managers, dude. These dudes work like twenty four hours a day. <laughs> managers get get dude. wrecked. <laughs> dude, <laughs> like my manager move. works. He works for all day for our time, and then he <laughs> takes a break for two hours, and then he's working India time, dude. This dude's crazy. No, that's crazy. That's Damn. Insane, he's on another level. Bruh, I hope uh, he's getting paid. Paid. Yeah, I mean, dude, like he he's like a senior director. He's getting. He's getting, like, he's getting honor half a mil a year easy, so he's chilling. Honor. He's chilling. I would not work for honor, sorry. Do do good for your firm. And in you return, what do I get? All right, this guy over here, I mean, be, be no one work for this guy. <laughs> no, nah, no one work for me. We'll just have too many, like, club socials, and then... I love it. I'm like, signing yeah, we'll be, we'll Alicia's be like, sign me up! <laughs> We'll be vibing at the coffee shop. That's what's up. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Um, anyways. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, no one no one's working eight hours, dude. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. No one's no, working. I was eight hours. I was Let's gonna say, like, how many how many hours of the day are you working and just looking at the code? <sighs> what like is you just stare at anything? it? Like is your brain like actually like problem solving or just like <laughs> One I mean, there's, there's definitely some many... where I've only done like an hour or two of work. That's definitely happened. Yeah. But 
I think yeah, there, yeah, you just stare at it and you're like, I don't know what's happening. And I'm too lazy to focus enough where I can figure it out. You know, yeah. that's, that's definitely. So Paris, I actually have a question. Okay. You work at like a legit, he works at Salesforce. You, how, are you, how many hours a day are you Googling? Like actually, Googling? like for like code. It So it depends on what part of the project I'm in, right? Okay. If I'm at the beginning of the project, I'm Googling like crazy, right? I don't even know how to like set up random things, right? And then once I'm in the project, then I'm not Googling at all because I already kind of know how to do this. And I'm only Googling errors. And I'm like, oh, dang, this aired out. Googling yeah. that, aired out, Googling that. Sorry, Aggie's over here like blowing kisses at his face. <laughs> raising his eyebrows. I <laughs> I love Dude, he's, it. I he's love thirst it. trapping. Right <laughs> he right. is thirst trapping right. hard right now. <laughs> thirst trapping all the sixteen-year-old boys on my on my <laughs> live right now with with uh, female anime characters as their profile. <laughs> 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 Let's see. It's either a, it's either like a car or like a some blonde chick or like Charlie or like Hunter X Hunter characters. Yeah. There we go. Um. All right, what's one your, last question. Okay, what's your favorite anime character, Paris? Um, oh, my favorite anime character? Oh, it has to be Trafalgar Law from One Piece, if you know One wow. Piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad. He How loves One Piece, what's dude. What's yours? I think mine is Nefer P2 because she's bad. Oh, Hunter x Hunter. Dang, dude, you should make some Hunter x Hunter content. Dude. I, I should, actually. Yeah. I think, like, yeah. That's the one anime like I know very well. Yeah, no, I'd be down, to, I'd be down to watch some of that. <laughs> you said what'd you say? You guys and your waifus? <laughs> is that what you said? Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. Oh, I guess I guess you she is right. a waifu. I guess bad. she is a waifu, but she's an ant though. <laughs> she's she's an ant though. I was not supposed to say that on the CS podcast. My bad. She's an No, ant you're chimera. fine. I just think it's funny. <laughs> she's a chimera ant, dude. She's not even human. That's what that's what's like <laughs> that's what's good. Like, it's like it's why reality, dude. <laughs> hey labels like terms like that are like so 20 like, 2020 dude i mean if I'm you identify kidding. as an ant it's not you know it's fine so paris it's are fine. you coming out as an ant uh, right now yeah i mean maybe i identify as an ant and okay not, all right so buddy <laughs> Guys, y'all heard it here first. Uh, time to wrap my up. my podcast partner is now an ant. It is time to go. Um, <laughs> Too much yeah, has think, occurred today. Yeah, I think we went overboard at the end here. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming on, Ayush. I really appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, hope to have you back on, dude. Let like Crystal know whenever you want to hop back on. We'll, we'll yes, get you back on. I would love to. Um, do you want to plug anything Aggie. real quick before we thanks hop off? Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having my Gen Z self on this podcast um i will plug my tiktok because i'm gonna be posting more content there i'll post some snippets from this this uh, podcast probably so okay nice cool 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 oh you should have done a you should you should do a quick uh pov character before you go we can use that which one do you want to like do you want to do like a famous one or like what i don't know well i don't you guys you guys oh, i'll do a cs one i have a good cs one okay all right do it okay let's do it so it's pov um you just took a job at facebook oh Paris, okay. you should do the pov with him or are you just gonna go for it 
just go for it. No, just go. I don't. I have no idea what's happening. Okay. So, <laughs> all right, I'll, we'll do it. Anyway, dude, that's why I chose Google over Facebook. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, guys? Oh, you chose. Was it where you're interning? You're you chose an internship. Oh, where at? Facebook. <laughs> no, no way. What, what you gonna do? Make buttons? <laughs> Have fun making buttons, bro. Hey, let me see your code. Wait, you're smart. What is that? I don't even understand what that is. I'm just making buttons. <laughs> The end. <laughs> Dang, dude, that was good. That was good. Thank you, thank you. Look, my live view has just increased from that one skit. Oh, <laughs> <nice>. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for ha uh, thank you for having us. Thank you for being here. <laughs> you guys are dope. This is so much fun. Yeah, we're, we'll for, link all of uh, his links in the description. Check those out. Um, appreciate it. Yes. And we out you. Bye, guys. <laughs>